We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week 15 in the Premier League. We've had no rest. We have not slept since last Thursday's show. Uh, we've been waiting impatiently to see our bets lose, but we don't miss a game week. Chris, we uh, we had some losses last week, but I think yeah, we exa- we projected the Newcastle-Manchester United match perfectly so that's what i'll lead the show with congrats on getting that newcastle under two and a half goals bet uh congrats to me on getting the newcastle money line bet we're we're amazing we we did call that but we missed a couple other ones we're back at it that's all i can say (laughs) jamie vardy yeah jamie vardy's back at it according to chris's kit there yeah i got rocking leicester city here today as uh they're sitting currently sitting top of the table i think by a point in the championship. So nothing, nothing really more to note than that. It is a Monday evening. We are back after a short turnaround. We're going to talk about a couple games. I could have sworn Jamie Vardy had more goals this season, but he's only on six. So 888 minutes, nine starts, 18 appearances. Man, still he's still going. Still, still getting going. Boxes. You love to see it. Did not play this past weekend. Uh, so maybe he's going to, maybe he's feeling, not too, this is a too, good, too many games in future years. My kid's going to want this jersey someday. You might. I mean, Lester, they're going to be back in the Premier League. So, yeah, looking good for them. But we got Premier League. We got a different, we got some different, different matchups. We have these, I don't know if they're weird games, but the biggest favorites of game week 15 are Liverpool at Sheffield United and Arsenal at Luton Town. We're not talking about either one of those, but you don't usually see the biggest favorites. Even Manchester City are actually the big third biggest favorite, and they're at Aston Villa. You just don't usually see all of the big favorites playing away from home. So that is one thing that's a little different in addition to it being midweek. Uh, my article, my betting article that's going to be going up Tuesday morning, uh, I just I look back at what's going on with all these games. There's There's been only five clean sheets in the last two game weeks, eight clean sheets in the last three game weeks. There's been a lot of goals, and now the games are starting to pick up. So it, it kind of feels like maybe there's maybe it's just going to continue to be high scoring as we get into Boxing Day here. But maybe maybe we'll see what happens with our bets in terms of that. 
First one we're talking about, Fulham are home against Nottingham Forest. Fulham are plus 105 to win. Nottingham Forest are plus 275. The draw is plus 245. And you can get over 2.5 goals at plus 105, under 2.5 goals at minus 130. Fulham coming off that Liverpool result. Nottingham Forest coming off a pretty bland uh, bland game against Everton. Steve Cooper talked up that game, talked it up, up about being under the lights. They had the standalone game. I, th- I think that was Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was a standalone game after the uh, whatever seven a.m. for me it's seven a.m. But yeah, it was a nine thirty Pacific start. Yeah, so under the lights, home against Everton, they put up a dud. Uh, gave up a goal, gave up one goal to to Everton and they just really couldn't get it going. But now they're back at Fulham, 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 maybe a little surprising that they actually got three goals against Liverpool. Maybe one or two was maybe a little luckier because Alisson was not in net, but how are you reading this match here? Just uh, two teams fighting, not in relegation, but near the bottom half of the table. Yeah. I think if we go back to last season, I can, I have, to, I have to say Fulham finished ahead of Nottingham Forest by a, a couple places. I don't don't totally quote me there, but I think they did. Fulham they had a good first half of the season, yeah, I believe. And then they kind of yeah. just like puttered in as the mm-hmm. as the season ended. Nottingham Forest was probably like, what, 16th or so, 17th? I can't quite yeah, remember. Yeah, we but, can pull that up. We got, we got Roto-Wire here. We got, we got the table. But anyways, Fulham, <laughs> I mean, they, they – they're coming off of two interesting games here. That Wolves game was super interesting. Uh, Will Ayan scored two goals from the spot, which, you know, both of them kind of suspect. There was three penalty kicks in the second half of that game. They went up on Liverpool 3-2, 80, you know, 80 minutes or so beyond, uh, left in the match. Of course, they came back. They probably feel a little hard done not to come, come away with at least a point there, which would have been a really quality result for them. But I think, you know, not in Forest, kind of, I don't, I just, this game is like one of those games where I, I don't want to take any money line bets because it's kind of a disgusting match. Not a disgusting match, but maybe not as good as some of the other ones that we're going to see. You talked about in the in your preamble to the show how there's been a ton of goals and there's been a ridiculous amount of goals in, in the league so far this season. I'm kind of going the other way on this. I looked at all the ones that, I, that were unders. Uh, for me, I got under two and a half minus 130. A couple of, they played last season, kind of a mixed bag of, of what we had. Fulham beat Nottingham Forest in the first part of the season, 3-2. That was a way for Fulham. And then this same fixture last season at Craven Cottage was 2-0. I think, you know, given it's a short week, I think we're probably not going to see the best attacking sides out of either team. And I like the under here at under 2.5. And, and a couple other bets I looked at, you know, kind of along the same line as that. I really consider it was between two bets for me to know on both teams to score is plus 100. Um, I just figured there is an off chance that this could be a one, one, or they both, they both score. I mean, I'm not totally Tim Ream and um, was it Calvin Bossy? Yeah. Yeah. At, at center back gives me, I have reservations about asking them to, to keep a clean sheet and same, same deal with not am Forest. I just, I think they, but I don't think that there's enough attacking quality. At least, you know, Fulham's a little bit better from attack, but either side, I'm not like, all right, they're going to go and fill it up. So I'm on the under two and a half. You're at it. This was a, you know, candidly a tough game to find a good bet for in my mind, but maybe you feel differently. 
No, I, I waited all day. I looked at the, some of the numbers earlier in the day and the sports book where we get most of our numbers from DraftKings. I was waiting to put together a single game parlay here with like Fulham double chance with like an over on corners. But we're talking Monday. This game is on Wednesday and I, the numbers just aren't there. And if I just want to bet corners, the, the numbers aren't really there either. You can get Fulham over five and a half corners is minus 145 uh, over a race to five corners is minus 190. Even like a minus 0.75 corners in the first half is minus 125. Just numbers that I, I don't really, really want, uh, especially from corner bets. And that's kind of why I was looking for a single game parlay there. Just throw in Fulham double chance. Instead, I'm going full on Fulham here. Plus 105, Fulham to win. They're at home. Nottingham Forest have, they were terrible away from home last season. Fulham also won both matchups last season uh, between these teams. And uh, just kind of what, how I started with Nottingham Forest, not a ton of inspiring play. They had the win. They had the uh, impressive win against Aston Villa 2-0. And then it's been kind of a little downhill from there. Their, their defense has kind of lost it a little bit. Uh, they've dealt with some illnesses, some injuries. Uh, whoever started in the last game, Willie Bowley got hurt in the last game. Uh, so it might be Felipe back in the lineup uh, playing center back. They've been mixing around their fullbacks a little bit. Uh, Danilo also was, a, I think he had like an illness and he he missed the squad in the last game. And Chris Wood is, is Chris Wood kind of a thing. So, Away from home, Fulham. I think I, I think I took Fulham. I did take Fulham in my article, home against Wolverhampton uh, a week ago, to win. Uh, and it's just kind of the same idea here. Fulham at home, game under the lights. Craven Cottage under the lights is always is one of the times I, I usually look to look to back them, uh, at least against worse sides. And Nottingham Forest are a worse side, so let's just ride Fulham to win plus one hundred five. Maybe it'll be. I don't know. Maybe they do get a clean sheet. Maybe Tosin Adebarayo takes over for Calvin Bassey in the in the back line kind of thing, something that I, I thought would have happened by now, but Tosin was injured for the first few months of the season. So maybe we'll get that 2-0. Maybe we can win this one. Uh, either way, probably going to be – something is going to be ugly here. Maybe it'll be 3-2 or maybe it'll be 2-0. It, it, it'll be ugly football either way you look at it. Yeah, we uh... – I looked at, I quickly looked it up because I was curious, but you can do Fulham or tie and under two and a half minus one fifteen. So kind of this that if you wanted to morph the bets a little bit, uh, that could be interesting. But yeah, I actually had Fulham uh, to win money line here at plus one hundred five as like a, a bet further down, but I ended up going under. So I think I I don't have a ton of belief in Forest to to pull out a result here. Yeah, just away from home. Uh, just not a team. Uh, actually, I'm going to pull up their their record uh, on the road last season. I know it was really bad. Let's I mean, just, and let's even pull cur- this up. Even currently, they're not. They're pretty poor away from home. They the seven matches away. They have one win, one draw, five losses. They scored six goals and given up 13, 13 goals. So, like, basically the same as last season. Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know what they. 2022 would have been they were one one win five draws 13 losses last season 11 Ooh. goals scored 44 allowed they were the worst they had a negative 33 goal differential uh last season away from home and kind of the same numbers this year 
Yeah, essentially the same thing. I think it, it's just uh, it was that one game against uh, they won at Chelsea, right? They won one nil at Chelsea. Yeah, it's kind of throwing maybe threw me off some of the some of their other matches here, but that one is is kind of an outlier. Yeah, they won one nil at Chelsea. So, mm-hmm. and then they had they had a scoreless draw against Crystal Palace when Crystal Palace uh, didn't have they didn't have Elise, they, they didn't have Eze, they had no one. It was that that was. Maybe the ugliest match of the season so far in the Premier League. Well, but well, say their opponents away from home have been like Man City, Arsenal, Man United. They've had a pretty tough. I mean, like this is their first like uh, Liverpool. I guess I mean aside from Palace and and um, the Chelsea result, this is like their first kind of like mid table or lower tier table meeting. But yeah, I, I still don't yeah. believe. Them. Yeah. Next game, maybe the biggest, a couple top four sides, I believe. Aston Villa are still top four here. Yeah, but, they're fourth. Currently um, sitting on 29 points. Okay, yeah. Uh, Aston Villa are home against Manchester City. Aston Villa, talking of, you know, differences away from home and at home. Aston Villa are one of the best teams at home this season, uh, just with what they've done. They are, but, but they're playing Manchester City, so a little different here. Plus 340 for Aston Villa to win. Manchester City are minus 135. The draw is plus 320. And this they're expecting goals here. If you want over two and a half, you got to go to minus 190. But over three and a half goals is plus 125. Under three and a half is minus 155. If you really think those, there's not going to be goals, plus 150. Uh, the big news here is Rodri is suspended. Jack Grealish is suspended. Doku went off early in the match against Tottenham. And his status is unknown. So there's going to be some changes in the starting 11. This could be more of a lineup that we've seen in Champions League with Rico Lewis starting. Maybe Mateo uh, Kovacic returns at 11 uh, with with Rodri suspended. So there are some changes. Then we'll see how the, who's, not, who's going to be on the wing because of Graylish and Doku are out. Maybe Bernardo Silva moves there. Maybe someone else. I don't, I don't know who exactly it would be because Mateus Nunez is also injured. So... That's a situation right there, but I think we're kind of on the same page with this one. The odds are pretty extreme in Manchester City's favor, in favor. But if you look at some of the numbers, Aston Villa against the top sides, they just haven't looked like the elite team that we've seen against the non-top sides. Uh, if you remember correctly, that I think it was that at Liverpool game, three 0 They just were outclassed the entire way. Now they're at home. Is that going to change? Do you think they can, even though it's you know a top side here, can can Aston Villa bring their their home form here uh, against Aston Villa or Manchester City? Manchester, yeah, good question. I think you you pointed out the biggest piece in this matchup here for me at least is that Rodri is suspended. You look back at the three matches he was out earlier this season. I think they had they lost all three of those matches, or they. Maybe think the first one was a League Cup match against Newcastle that they lost 1-0. They lost a match against Wolverhampton. I believe it was 2-1 at Wolves. And then they lost at Arsenal 1-0 where, when Rodri had caught that red card against. I think it was not Am Forest where he went for the headbutt. But they struggle without him. Like, I mean. Show cold. Joey. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, show cold. Yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> but regardless, they, they're just, like, not the same team without him. He keeps a, especially without KDB. I'm a little, I mean, I'm, I, that's not to say that I don't think that they can go in there and win this game. I think they can. Villa, however, been very, very good at home. 23 goals, leading the league in goals scored at home. They've given up only five as well. 
So, I mean, pr- impressive numbers for them. I, I think I'm a bit too much of a coward to take a, a, a Villa, like, at-home money line bet. It's plus 340. I still think City are, m- are a much better team. And as you mentioned, you know, Villa have yet to, like, go out and beat one of those top teams, like a, like a Liverpool or a Manchester City or an Arsenal, uh, in an impressive sense. So, however, the absence of Rodri makes me think, and given, you know, some of the results that we've recently seen, from City, they gave up three goals over the weekend. They shipped two against Leipzig uh, last week in the Champions League. They gave up that, that of course, that all-time classic 4-4 against Chelsea. That was, I think, two weekends ago. So it's not like they haven't been shipping goals. I mean, those are those are good sides, good quality sides, but so is Villa. So for me, I, I actually I looked at this and I saw Aston Villa over one and a half goals is plus 165. I think it's a high enough number to take a chance on that one and – it's not like, you know, as I mentioned, 23 goals in seven games for Villa at home. City giving up a couple goals here and there. They're heading away. I think it's a it's a bet worth, a bet worth taking a chance on. Yeah, the the games against top competition is is the main worry for for both of our bets here because we're we're both going to be on Aston Villa here, and I'm just wondering if we're we're kind of we're kind of ignoring the fact that Aston Villa just haven't looked like the same team against the elite teams. And that is, that is the worry here, but without Rodri, maybe, maybe we'll be okay. Uh, so I, all these home games that they've had this season, they beat Everton, they beat Crystal Palace, they smashed Brighton. Uh, Brighton's been a little bit all over the place this season, season four, one against West Ham, Luton town, Fulham, uh, those are the teams. And then you look at some of their away matches at three nil against Liverpool where they were just outplayed a little bit. Look at the, some of the games last year against Manchester city. Uh, they did have a one, one in this spot last season. It was in September. It was earlier in the season. Uh, Steven Gerrard is manager. So I'm not really going to put too much into that one, but so Chris has Villa over one and a half goals. I'm going, I'm going not for it. I'm going close to it. Going Aston Villa double chance plus one hundred and five. Uh, oh. We just saw Manchester City; they're giving up goals. I think mm. is is the thing here. And Unai Emery, I think that he's been fairly masterful at getting his team on the counter, getting Ali Watkins good opportunities on the counter. We just saw what Tottenham did with what did they have eight shots or seven shots? I think they had 0. 0.46, 0. 0.49 expected goals against Manchester city. And they scored three times. I think the chances will come for Ali Watkins. Maybe they're only going to finish with seven or eight shots or something like that. But I think that they're going to be converting some of those. They're going to get, they're going to be good opportunities. So, and then you throw in the absence of Rodri and that's another problem for Manchester city. So Aston Villa double chance plus one and wait, what are the odds in yours? I didn't write that down right, did I? It's a, you, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that in a second. It's plus 165. Okay. How is that minus 165? All right, yeah. Pl- yeah. Yeah. Chris you, has plus 165. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm actually surprised you went with the double chance bet here. This seems like an off, off-brand bet for you. I, th- I really right, come not- on. I mean, I guess so. You're you're a villa truth here for sure, but I wrote down Man City double chance and over three and a half. That's one plus one twenty. I didn't. I did not. And I usually am like home team double chance. Let me bang that. But I, I, I'm a little weary of them. I guess a draw wouldn't be the most crazy thing here. 
I believe in Unai. <laughs> I put yeah. together a single game parlay, Aston Villa over one and a half, and double chance it's plus two forty. So nice. Going to throw us together. It's a few more, a few more dollars. I'm I'm thinking like a I'm thinking like a two two kind of game here, unless yeah. unless Manchester City just focus on defense instead of kind of getting into what what they've been getting into where it's just okay possession 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 uh lose the ball other team goes on a counter and scores kind of a thing that's that's kind of what's happened the last yeah. few matches RB Leipzig included there so unless they focus more on not doing that not turning it over in bad situations maybe getting back a little better for some of those players uh maybe we could have on our hands a little more one nil type of match, lower scoring match, like the like the Arsenal matchup, kind of kind of a little bit. But I, I'll ride with how Aston Villa have been scoring in their home matches, and and ride with that one because there's been goals in all these Aston Villa home matches. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I I don't have the gumption like you have the gumption to take a, a Aston Villa double chance, but interesting bet either way. I got all the gumption here. <laughs> We got two games on Thursday. So it's two games on Tuesday. We didn't talk about a Tuesday game. Sorry. If you want a Tuesday bet, actually, uh, we will have a Tuesday bet. I have a Tuesday bet in the team parlay. But then there's six games Wednesday, and then there's two games on Thursday. And we are talking about, speaking of Manchester City drawing against Tottenham, we're talking about Tottenham home against West Ham. They are minus 125 to win. West Ham are plus 295. And the draw is plus 320. You can get over two and a half goals at minus 200. That seems like a big number. Minus 200 for over two and a half goals. Um, That's a huge okay. number for a, okay. for a West Ham match. I mean, yeah, the, the both teams to score, too, is also kind of a, an interesting. I was like, wow, these, these uh, odds are kind of wild. You don't see them typically like that. Yeah, uh, over three and a half is plus one twenty-five, and then under three and a half is minus one fifty-five. Under two and a half is plus one sixty. So West Ham's defense hasn't really been performing. There's been goals in their matches. Tottenham's matches obviously have also had goals. They do get Cristiano Romero back, so it'll either be Ben Davies or it will be uh, Emerson. Uh, starting next to Romero, unless for some reason Pasta Coglu does not want Romero back in there. Uh, I think that otherwise that's kind of it. Jared Bowen returned from his injury last match, though it did not help as West Ham drew Crystal Palace 1-1. But Tottenham are back home after, I think they had a couple away matches, um, if yeah. I remember correctly. Well, they were uh, they were home against Villa before the City match, and then they were away at Wolves. Okay. Yeah, at Bournemouth, home against Villa, and then at Manchester City. But yeah, look at the line movement here. Going back about a week, they are minus 170. Slowly dropping, slowly dropping, minus 125. So that's a little interesting. I mean, West Ham were plus 400 to win. Now they're plus 295 to win. So the money's going in West Ham's favor, partly, probably mainly because of a lot of these absences and what Tottenham have done, but they just got three goals at Manchester City. So uh, I don't know if I agree with the odds moving towards West Ham's favor here. Yeah, definitely a little interesting. I think the return of... Christian Romero will be a nice addition to a back line that's essentially been starting four outside backs. More likely to get another red card or two yellows kind of <laughs> I thing. Mean, I mean, I hope. I, 
let's you know for the sake of the quality match hopefully not another red card but it is a nice addition for them because like i said they were playing like well i mean ben davies is not a natural center back he's typically outside back i i believe and then they were playing uh, remind me they're playing emerson emerson yeah as another center back which is like crazy so i i think it'll be a good addition i wanted like you know you mentioned this right away my first reaction to this match is like, let me go bang and over. You know, let me go find and over that I can. It's like, wait, it has to be five and a half if I want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the over's like, you got to find a four and a half to like get any sort of it. I'm like, I, four and a half is a big, big number amount of goals. I, for, for me, I think this is all I can't, you know, it's the year 2023. I'm going to say this, but the addition of Christian Romero has me taking Tottenham money line minus 125. They're at home. They've only gotten a point in the past three or four matches here, but they played City really tough. They, I think they're kind of starting to swing around. Yeah, that's all I can say here. I, I don't, you know, West Ham, West Ham's actually been playing really well too. So I like, uh, I like Spurs to win minus 125 at home. I was actually going to say West Ham weren't playing really well, but I mean they have been. They they drew. I mean the the draw at Palace maybe not the best or at home against Palace maybe not the best result. But they prior to that they beat you know Burnley, Nottingham Forest. No good quality opponents, but yeah, I um, I don't know. It, it was it was in my head that they weren't playing well. Then I pulled up those results and it's like, well, yeah. okay, Burnley where they got. I think they one of those bets. Whatever you had ruined when or maybe it ruined my bet. Whatever it was, they you know needed 86 90th minute goal. Uh, Nottingham Forest game, they needed an 88th minute winner. Okay, um, lost at home against Everton. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They they did have a I they did have an okay start to the season, and then it kind of went off the rails a little bit. And then they played some easier matchups, and then they got some wins, and, and now they're here so i guess it's a typical day in moya's season i guess if that's that's what you it's, want to call it beat, it's beat the bad teams like do okay against like mid-table teams like crystal palace and then really like, struggle against the good and ones then struggle against top sides yeah yeah i'm, I'm a, i had to agree with your bet here minus 125 i mean you could even do if you want to get in the single game parlay territory do like a single game parlay Spurs to win and over one and a half goals or over two and a half goals total kind of a thing. I'm sure you could drop that down to, I know there's a lot of goals expected. So, I mean, you could still try and get around plus money kind of a thing. So just something there. If you think, if you do think there are going to be goals, as for my bet, uh, as Chris was saying, it's kind of hard to take certain sides unless you're on Tottenham money line here. I'm just going corners here. Uh, West Ham are a team that don't possess the ball a ton. I think, Tottenham are at home. They're they're gonna want. They're feeling pretty good. They're feeling pretty good about themselves after getting that draw at Manchester City. And I have a minus 0.75 corners in the first half. Minus one ten on the odds. Uh, yeah. So this is what it's. They need more than one corner. I, I just think that West Ham they get corners off the counter and. I think they're one of the worst in the league in terms of corners allowed. I We just talked about them a few days ago. I had Crystal Palace race to five corners. Unfortunately, uh, Crystal Palace scored an equalizer in like the 50 or 60th minute. West Ham controlled the possession. They dominated the final 30 minutes or so. But guess what? Crystal Palace still had more corner than West Ham. The only problem was it was three corners to two corners. So – 
Huh. Uh, I should have taken a different bet is kind of what I'm saying. Should have taken race to three corners or I should have taken crystal palace to have more corners. Either way, that was last week. I'm going Tottenham minus 0.75 corners in the first half. I just think Tottenham are going to have more corners in the first half. Uh, I think they're a better team. They're they're. I mean, given the injuries, given the absences on the back line, Van de Ven, Madison, they've been playing well outside of that Bournemouth match where that was their first time without Madison. I believe outside of that one, they've actually been playing well, despite the loss to Villa three, three against Manchester city. I think that maybe this is, this is when it actually comes through. They get the three points without James Madison, without Vandeven in the back line. They got Cristiano Romero back. So I'm, I'm with Chris here. I think they get the three points. I think they're, they kind of put it on early on West Ham, which leads to corners. Yeah. Two things. Uh, West Ham are giving up the second most amount of corners behind Sheffield United. So pretty, pretty simple bet there. Um, they're conceding a little, almost about seven a game, just quite a few. And then that, that, uh, I think you're thinking of Wolves, the match right after that Chelsea result where they lost Van de Ven, they lost Romero from suspension. That was, that, that was the match. So, um, rather than, um, Bournemouth. So who did Bournemouth beat? What am I, what am I talking about? I don't know, but. Either way, but yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, definitely West Ham giving up. They're going to be bunkered in. I think, you know, Todd, I'm going to play that high line, that, that pasta clog, pasta clog, pasta. You can do it. You can do it. I'm just going to skip it over at this point. And um, big and. Yeah, big and. That's all I call them. But um, yeah, I, I think at this point, you'll, they're going to be fine. Like they're going to play that high line and, and they're going to put the press on and they're going to be able to rack up like five, six, seven corners on them. All right. Sorry. I'm making this up. Bournemouth beat Newcastle too. No, but I guess it backs up my point more because Tottenham didn't play terrible in the game against Wolverhampton, but they ended up losing that one two one. So that, that the Newcastle game was, I, I'm thinking of the same line. That was when the, they lost. They didn't have a forward in the, in that game. They didn't have Isak. They didn't have Callum Wilson. And they looked pretty bad, and they lost two millions more. That's that's kind of why it was on my mind. Not the same team, but almost the same situation. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we got Pasta the team. Pasta <laughs> You got it. How did you get out of that one? As I'm on the odds page, uh, I just I just see Manchester City sitting here minus 140, Arsenal plus 330, Liverpool plus 400. Huh. Interesting. You're talking about the futures here? Yeah, talking about uh, the winner. 
uh, of the Premier League. I don't know, minus one forty. This back line, they look they, they look beatable here. I the city, this, I mean, okay, five what five of the last six seasons they've won the league. Getting them at minus forty would be pretty decent value, all things considered. Would you consider taking Arsenal? Uh, I would consider taking that plus four hundred Liverpool bet. That's what I would do. All right, that. They, if you if you weren't a Liverpool fan, um, I think so. Yeah, sure. I mean, they made some great additions. Declan Rice has been immense for them. I think uh, I'd have to look at their fixtures to see if that goes like who do they have the next couple of games because I think we're going to see Liverpool's go up. Let's as check they out our, uh, United. They have check out the schedule future. And then um, Arsenal's got Luton Town and Villa. And then someone else. They have at Aston Villa and at Liverpool. So that one. Yeah. So I think it might, you know, that might go down slightly. Who's setting the schedule up where game week 18 is at Liverpool, game week 23 is home against Liverpool? Come on. We can do better than that. It was like last season when we, I thought we had like Tottenham, Chelsea, like three matches within. Uh, I think it was like a. Well, they had like they two had the two weeks. legs in the FA Cup yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was a ton of matches between those two, and then like right around January. All right, well, maybe I take this back. So yeah, I'm just looking at Manchester City's schedule after Aston Villa. They're at Luton, Crystal Palace, Everton, Sheffield United, home against Sheffield United, and a home against Burnley, Everton again. So, all yeah, right. Well, this okay. might be minus 200 after those 10 game weeks, unfortunately. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Team parlay time. Team parlay time. We are, you have a single game parlay. You're going to be talking about this Chelsea Manchester United match, which go, it's going on at the same time as Aston Manchester City. But Chelsea Manchester United, what do you got? I couldn't, I couldn't get on the show on a Monday and not talk about a matchup like this. We, it wasn't on a, we usually try to, try to uh, vary up our, our picks here and, you know, evidenced by the fact that we talked about Fulham and Forrest to start the, the show. But I wasn't going to get out here and I wasn't going to, you know, at least give this game a reference here. So I, uh, I – Man United are just are just a story that I don't know how to tell. They have, haven't – I mean, they it's such a mixed bag for them. They beat Everton, of course, a couple weeks ago, 3-0. They beat Ludentown, 1-0. Last weekend, they lost to Newcastle United in what was like it said one nil on the score sheet, but it it like it was a comprehensive defeat from Newcastle. I I don't have a whole lot of belief in United in in their current state. I think Chelsea, and I can't believe I'm saying this about Chelsea, but they are they've been playing a lot better than they than they had you know at least last season, even in the first part of the season. They're scoring goals. That's that's you know not really the problem. They they did come off. Two weeks ago, I think this is a, week, a little over a week ago, they lost to Newcastle 4-1 um, at Newcastle. Tough place to play for anyone. They did beat Brighton this past weekend, 3-2. Three, three, um, of course, got a good point against City a couple weeks ago. Beat Tottenham 4-1, beat, and then uh, a league cup match. That doesn't really matter for the, for this purposes. But I like – there's a ton of goals in pretty much all their matches. United – um, aside from that, United uh, the the Newcastle loss and a uh, being Luton one 0 they've been give giving up goals too. So uh, for me, I looked at the over right away, which is um, I like the over two and a half. But I think Chelsea can go in to uh, to uh, Old Trafford and at least take a point here. Um, so I like Chelsea double chance and the over two and a half is 
it is plus 140 i think i found it at so yeah, i mean you, you probably built it elsewhere so it's a little bit different but i wrote the wrong odds there it is plus 140 okay uh, that's at least what we're going with yeah yeah i, I uh this is a tough one just because all these chelsea games have been high scoring yeah. um i am I am just worried about the Eric Ten Hag, Ten Hag style and that his style is score first and then close, shut the game down, win one nil kind of a thing. Um, so I think the game will need the game will need a Chelsea early goal and then it'll be back and forth like Manchester City, Chelsea. Um, but I mean, at this point, Chelsea, Chelsea double chance, you can't hate on. Hate on that against Manchester United, given how they've looked, given that their wins have been the one nil wins against Luton Town and Fulham. My side of the bet here, uh, this is a little, so this one game is on Tuesday. Uh, Chris's game is on Wednesday. So this is actually the first bet of our show. So if, hopefully you're watching all, all of our show here. Uh, I got Wolverhampton over one and a half goals at minus 110. They're home against Burnley. And Burnley, I wonder if some the odds – actually, I'm going to pull up the odds on Burnley here just because uh, I want to see for myself if the odds have actually moved because Burnley finally got this big win. I think the media the media all wanted Burnley to get this win, and all right, well, the odds haven't changed, so never mind. Does it <laughs> – the odds have actually uh, – a little bit. Okay, so November 26, about a week ago – Wolverhampton were minus 135. Now they're down to minus 115 to win. So maybe a little bit here. Maybe that's against Wolverhampton. Maybe not. But so Burnley, uh, big win against Sheffield United. We talked about that one last week. I think we both kind of had the wrong idea. It was more of Paul Heckingbottom's done. Sheffield United are done in their current situation. We kind of thought they had some, some life, but it didn't happen for them. So I'm not sure how much you put in that for Burnley. Now they're away from home. Now they don't have their best center back in Jordan Byer because he's suspended. And they've already been the one of the worst defenses in the league outside of Sheffield United. They just got their first clean sheet against Sheffield United. Then you got Wolverhampton. They get a couple guys back. And so they get uh, Joao Gomez and they get Mario Lamina back from suspension. So two guys in the midfield. They're back. Uh, so on a short week, that's it's usually nice when you get a couple of your regular players back in your starting 11. Also, Wolverhampton at home have been pretty good this season. Their last four home matches, they've taken points against Manchester City. They beat at Manchester City. That was the uh, the infamous – was that the chokehold game? Mm, maybe it wasn't the chokehold game. It was just a Wolverhampton win, I guess. I thought that was not an M4, is that – that's okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, they got a point against Aston Villa, point against Newcastle to beat Tottenham, as we just talked about as well. So I just think Wolverhampton are at home. They got some guys back. They're going against a bad back line without their best center back. Over one and a half goals is minus 110. Pretty good odds. So he put that with Chris's Chelsea double chance with over two and a half goals. That is minus or plus 140. Put that with Wolverhampton over one and a half goals. We're at plus 358 odds. We got those odds off of DraftKings as well. So, Chris, I guess what do you think about Wolverhampton here, home against Burnley? Yeah, the the 5-0 win over um, Sheffield United did feel a little bit weird, but it was mostly mostly mad. I think I had both teams. I had some sort of both teams to score, maybe, or an over. You had both teams to score, and it was 5-0. Because yeah. Ali McBurney. Ali McBurney. Got sent uh, off. 
Right. He's public. He's public enemy number one for me right now. Killed your bet. He's ruined two of my bets. Two of my bets in like as many weeks. So I'm. Uh, I'm not going to talk. About, I'm not going to give any more airtime to Ollie right now. Yeah. But no, the, this makes sense. The Burnley. Yeah, over one and a half goals against Burnley. That seems kind of like a no-brainer. They've been shipping a ton of goals this season, so I'm 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 for it. Um, but I am like, do they now have a newfound confidence that they that they didn't have now that they've like kind of gotten it gotten a good result there? No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Let's reevaluate on Thursday. Uh, no, we can reevaluate on Wednesday. Yeah, speaking of Thursday, I guess we gotta we gotta do game week sixteen. So. Uh, we'll be back in a few days, and you know we'll be back with, uh, up a, up a few bucks, I guess you could say. But here's the cheat sheet for game week 15 in the Premier League. Pressers constantly coming out. We have RotoWire.com/soccer trials a 48 hour trial. Looks like Arsenal. Looks like the odds have moved up a little bit here. Arsenal and Liverpool both more than 80 percent chances to win at Luton Town and Sheffield United, respectively. Any other games you want to touch on here as we kind of talked about, it seemed like we talked about a little bit about every team. Uh, we, we kind of like threw little pieces in there, but anything else? Brighton home against Brentford, Crystal the, Palace home against Bournemouth there. The Newcastle Everton match is going to be interesting. Newcastle, of course, heading to Goodison. Uh, Everton kind of having some confidence after that recent result. And, you know, uh, you know, their, their current situation, I think that one's going to be interesting to watch at the very least. I do have a bet on that one. You just have to check out my article coming out Tuesday morning at rotowire.com slash soccer. So check that out. Also, you can check out uh, Chris at CHR Owen 8 on Twitter. I'm at Roto Zedrike. And follow Rotowire Soccer on Twitter because all of our stuff comes out on that Twitter account. And uh, you get a lot of good information there. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Free 48-hour trial. Please like and subscribe. Thumbs up to this video, even if you only watch a second of it. And the, the second it happens to be the 40-minute mark here. Chris, thanks for the show. We'll see everyone later in the week. Good luck on your bets, and uh, hopefully we'll be up a few more dollars come Thursday. Thanks, Adam. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.